jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. It's your boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just absolutely boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. In- All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. It's episode 107. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. And um, we, we've been out again for a little bit. You know, had to take some little bit of time off. You know, we had things going on. Um, you know, like I told you, P, I've been trying to enjoy some of this weather, some of these these free weekends I've been getting lately, man. You know, everything's been kind of looking lovely. Uh, how about for you, man? What's going on? Um... <clears throat> say yeah we, we we had to step away we definitely got you know personal lives and other goals we trying to you know achieve outside of um the boxing world and also inside the boxing world so you know it's just the game don't stop you know what i mean if you don't hear from me that or us that definitely don't mean that we not you know indulging in the sport some type of way you know what i mean oh yeah yeah same here man like past couple months you know we've been kind of overloaded with you know, fight, fights and fight news, you know, so a lot of, a lot of things been talked about in the game. So we still been keeping up with things, but, um, you know, this past weekend, we didn't really have any boxing matches, but you know, we did get a chance to check out UFC 30, uh, 239. And yeah, man, like he was telling me off the mic, man, the card was lit. And, um, I think this is one of them cards that really had you kind of going too, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, being, a former huge, you know, UFC fan and like over the years kind of just dying away except for, you know, the big fights. Um, it definitely felt good to see, you know, watch a card and get that all that emotion, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that card um, gave me, to be honest, it was, it, it was a lot going on. It was, you know, not necessarily upsets, but it was it was it was some some big defeats. It was some vicious knockouts, but most of all, it was a super um, high level, high technical card. You know, everybody came in there with a really solid and effective game plan and applied it, and um, we just got to see the results of those of you know the, those different strategies and so and a different part of fighting it's not just going in there throwing punches at you know these guys are following the plan you know they have studied and done homework and um when they get into the ring it's time to execute you know that that game plan that they, that they came up with for that particular opponent yeah yeah that was um one of the things i i really appreciated like i said with this card myself is just like I know a lot of people when they watch UFC, they come to see, you know, blood. They come to see punches thrown and knockouts. But just seeing everybody fight like a very calculated, disciplined plan, you know, that that always makes me appreciate the sport even more. You know, like it's not just a brute sport. Also, it's also a sport where you got to you got to be on your game. You got to know angles. You got to know range. For me, you know, just like going back and looking at the Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm fight, you know, um, Holly Holm, like I said, you know, former boxing champion, you know, trying to recapture that that UFC, that UFC championship, but it 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 just didn't go away, man, because you know Amanda Nunes right now, I feel like, you know, she is like 
one of the greatest women of all time for, you know, all combat sports, you know, because I really felt like throughout the years she really acquired like so much skill and so much confidence in herself that it almost looks like it's easy for her to do. You know, it's not easy, but the way she was able to just go in there and kind of set up a game plan and kind of feel out her opponent in Holly and kind of reverse what Holly's used to doing. That was just kind of like a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Like I was going for Holly in this fight, but you know, like I said, both fighters, I ain't got nothing against. I like them both, but I just felt like seeing what Amanda Nunes was able to do to Holly, what Holly did to Ronda Rousey. That was just kind of like, you know, it was a spectacular knockout for me, man. Yeah. I mean, and like to add on to that, and like you say, um, well, like I was saying, just the the, 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 the the technical side of the game. I mean, for Amanda to go in there with the mindset of, I'm going to do what Holly does to people. And to be able to execute that on somebody like Holly, who, who is high level. Like I say, MMA champion, you know, UFC champion, kickboxing champion, boxing champion. To be able to do that, that's, that's, that's technical, right? That's technique. That's not just running in there, throwing the kick and it, hoping it land. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like I say, once again, you know, I'm, I'm, I I am a huge fight fan, but I do like, you know, the technical side of it, Ant, because to knock a, a, a guy who's considered a knockout artist, if he's knocked out everybody he's faced and he faces a guy he couldn't knock out, I have to respect the guy that he didn't knock out even though he might have lost the fight because his defense allowed that to happen. His technique allowed him not to get knocked out. And you know what I'm saying? The guy who yeah. is known to bust up guys and you fight him and he don't bust you up. I got to, you know, that's worth a couple of points too, because that that was technique. You avoiding punches, slipping, you sliding, whatever you were doing. But you know, um, that's that that's worth something too because that's a part of the game too you know what i mean that yeah it's definitely worth something because it's like you was able to do what nobody else could and that in itself you know that in itself is tough because it's it's almost like a checklist in the fight game like a mental checklist that just goes by so fast in your mind like you got to be able to take away certain guy's strengths you know you got to be able to protect yourself you got to know whenever to make these calculated moves so you don't get knocked out you know so it's like all just going through your head all at once simultaneously and you got to be able to kind of orchestrate in your mind like this is what i'm going to try to do hey but like you say at the end of the day if you can make it through the fight without getting knocked out that was that's that is impressive against a, a yeah. knockout monster that that's that's an accomplishment too you yeah. know what i'm saying um so you know, when, when you when you start talking about technique and technical fighters and, you know, real technical game plans, it's interesting. It's just how you bring it to the table, man, because some people never think about it like that. You know what I'm saying? They never think that, oh, just because he lost the fight, he just survived. But surviving took skill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, just kind of bringing that stuff to light that, it is a game plan. It's, it's 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 like you know football. You got you running plays and all this. This is you know fighter has a game plan too. It's not just you know I always say that and it's not just throwing punches because you know a lot of a lot of people think that's what it is and that's what attracts a lot of casual fans. You know, just thinking it's just you know some violence. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, hey, I remember like. My first time seeing boxing when I was like in the first grade of kindergarten and I was like turning it on watching with my dad. I, the first time I saw it, I was expecting to see that, you know, two dudes like on a movie just going at it, you know, whooping ass. But I saw dudes tying each other up. I was like, man, what, what's going on? I was like, why ain't he hitting him? You know what I mean? But now I know the science behind tying somebody up or, you know, pressing them against the ropes. You know, now it all kind of makes sense to me and it all. It, it, I find it more exciting now because I understand why they do it, you know? Exactly. And that's like my point, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, just bringing some stuff to light that some people may not have, you know, perceived that way. And it, it ain't a bad thing. It's it's just something I like bringing to the light. We we like bringing to the, to the table. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's good to do that because like you say, 
bringing it up, it'll definitely like open your mind to it. And then that'll tell you if you really do appreciate it or not, you know, mm-hmm. but, Absolutely. um, but yeah, yeah man, real quick, real, real quick on that. And before we, before we hop out this card, this UFC 239, and I just wanted to say, cause I'm curious to like, is it anybody else in the world like that? But you know, people, some people just feel like the combat sports, uh, um, too brutal, too violent. Some people don't care for them, man. You know what I'm saying? They think it's it's just a street fight. But um, e- me, even being a, a, a diehard fan, it is still some aspects of the game that can turn my stomach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even though I love it, and you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And um, just the 239, um, the Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren, you know, the flying knee, this, you know, everybody in the world knows about this flying knee now. Um, I thought it when I seen it and then I heard like, you know, people in the UFC, former champions, just well-versed people in, in, in the sport reiterated saying that it was like the worst knockout that they have, that they had ever seen. And it kind of um, hit me like that too. My stomach kind of turned watching that, you know, um, I didn't know if Ben was good or not, you know, um, but I just want people to know that, yeah, even being a fan of the sport, it's some things you see in the sport that's really, really dramatic. And um, that particular fight, it was a dramatic ending. But in the same token, it was still all technical. You know, the fact that Jorge could perfectly time that and land that on a guy who was undefeated and champion in two other organizations, you know, wasn't. Ben called him, I mean, Jorge called Ben a bum. I don't think Ben was a bum. It, it still was no. impressive for, you know, Jorge to be able to um, pull that off. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, though, Ant, because um, it, it, it is some things in, in, in the fight game that, you know, can be hard to watch. I mean, Anderson Silva, you know, breaking his leg, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, that was pretty, pretty tough to watch, too. But same in boxing. It's been you know, boxing kills that kind of done me the same way. The one that really brings to mind, I don't know why it turned my stomach like that, but it was when uh, Shane Mosley knocked out um, Fernando Vargas. It was just the, the, the viciousness of the punch. And he just, I don't know what it was, but um, not, it, it happens. And I just wonder. Not, not the first fight, the second one. The second one, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The second one, he laid him out that left hook and, oh, man, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God. It yeah. was just, yeah, man. It just, it, it, it was, it was, it was another one of those times. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, so as much as I love it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it still does things to me, too, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I guess it do, know. it do for me, too, sometime. Like, for me, actually, the Ben Askren knockout, it didn't really do that to me. I think. For me, it was that Holly knockout whenever Nunes, you know, landed the head kick. I think it was um, the thing that kind of, I won't say really turned my stomach, but just kind of had me feel a little bit sad for was like I, got, like I was telling you off the mic whenever she, um, she kind of like did that little hesitant move like she didn't know what to do for a second. And then she got caught with that shot and then just kind of see somebody that you see train hard and, you know, come in strong and come in as this you know athletic woman and then after that you just see her down the way she was that kind of kind of puts a knot in your stomach because like i said after it landed you know she's just kind of like you know laying there and then after that nunez about to go in for the kill but the referee stopped it which to me i I was glad about that because like i said the thing that turned my stomach also was when Jorge tried to land him other shots i was like that's what kind of turned my stomach on that that knockout i'll go back and look because um I was just looking at it now, as a matter of fact, because um, I just don't get that. Like, you know, the dude is out, but you're trying to go in for those extra shots. I just that's one of the things I that kind of still gets me with, you know, MMA fights. You know, I know that you're in that killer mode, but you got to know whenever you when, when you won and you already got your when you you know, when you already checkmated somebody. That's my thing. Yeah, it's 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 crazy out there, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, for sure, man. Um, and on you know the Holly Holmes thing, real quick too, and um, absolutely, like if you see somebody you a fan of go out like that, it's definitely a whole nother, 
emotional roller coaster for you. You know what I mean? And um, I got a lot of respect for Holly. It was hard to watch her kind of go out like that, you know. But on the flip side, Ben Askren, like I say, I wasn't a big fan. It was more, more or less, you know, we don't want to see nobody die in the sport. Man. And at that particular moment, I, I didn't know if his career was over or not. You know what I mean? Because um, that was it. That was something that we've seen flying knees before, but but none like that. And then that you actually could hear the impact of the knee hitting. You know what I'm saying? It was like yeah. a click. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah. On that note, that's the thing. You know, we all you know want to be entertained by a fight, but we don't want to see nobody like permanently damaged enough. You know, I wasn't a, a fan of Ben Askren, and I wasn't not a fan of him. I just you know I just was curious to see how he would perform in the UFC like everybody else you know what I mean um yeah yeah def- definitely but, especially um, on this level you know what I mean like and like you said it, it don't make him a bum like Jorge said to me it just makes you say that there was just that one thing that wasn't on your checklist to protect yourself at all times you know or expect the unexpected because as soon as the bell ring the fight started you know because I seen I seen boxing matches where the bell rings as soon as you get to the center of the ring. Dudes swing wild, and you got to be on your guard to duck. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you don't you, you you don't know what's going what's what's going to happen. And, and I mean, and I feel Ben. You know, like I say, another, another thing. You know, I got to say big shout out to him for you know facing the music. You know, Monday he was on uh, Ariel Hawani's show. I forget what it's called, but um, Ariel Hawani. I mean, he asked him. All the questions, man. I mean, uh, he—he's he, a trip, Ariel Hawani. I mean, oh, he don't pull no punches, yeah. Yeah, but but the way he acts it is in a, such a way that it's hard to get offended by. You know what I'm saying? He even told Ben Askren. He said, uh, "He said, yeah, man. Well, you you thought that you were gonna get the two p three piece in the soda, but instead you got the whole MGM Grand Buffet in the face. I was like, no, he did. Yes, he said that to Ben. Ben said, well, yeah, I guess that's what it took to stop me. You know what I mean? Um, but shout out to Ben Askren on that note for having the heart to face the music on Monday and um and taking the loss like a champ, man. Like I say, and um, it, it, you know, people still have to keep in mind that um a loss in the fight game is. I understand why it's so psychologically impactful, man, because it's like, I mean, some of them, you, it's a matter of thousands of dollars, big, a lot of zeros on their check, but just for the most part, you kind of got to start from the bottom again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, hell uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah, like... I felt for Ben Askren, mm-hmm. I felt for him on that note, because he was, you know, he one of his dreams was to be, I guess, a champion in all, you know, all the organizations he was in. He said he was real close to getting that title shot and um you know possibly accomplishing that and now the way he got knocked out and just everything is it's gonna be he got some work to do you know what i mean yeah definitely psychologically you know it can be breaking because yeah you spend all all that training camp preparing for everything just to see it gone in like five seconds you know what i mean like that you yeah. know, like I say, no other sport, no other sport, eh? no basketball, no other, you know, even the loss in basketball, you're not out the playoffs necessarily. Mm-hmm. Still, you know what I mean? You know, losses in other sports is not, you know, a, a deal breaker. But in, in the fight game, unless you're a huge star, it's a deal breaker. Eh? Unless you're a huge star. Yeah. It's the only way it's not. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And that's, that's just all these casual fans out there. Yeah, you got to understand, like, it's all on that one person in this game, you know, MMA or boxing. It's all on that one person. I mean, you can have a team, but once you get in there, it's just you, you know? Yeah, I mean, because think about it. Okay, you lost the fight. It's hard for you to get another fight. Your trainer, while you can't get a fight, he can go train somebody else. He can go work in another gym. I'm not saying that's a good practice, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But he got to eat, too. Yeah, you know what I mean, and some trainers are already known to have five, six fighters. So I mean, going in, you might already know that, but a fighter got to think about that. You know, I mean, he stand to lose the most in the loss. You know, his team loses, but he stand the, the, the most from the pain to the to the to, to the financial aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he do. Because like you said, yeah, a trainer he might already have a stable. So you got to remember that he cares about you. his heart's there, but you know, it's still about putting food on his table too yeah i mean yeah. he got another 
check coming the next weekend. He, you know, so it's, you know, yeah, it's not really stopping his flow, but, you know, fighter got to mentally regroup. The trainer don't got mentally regroup. It's, you know, business. Fighter got to mentally regroup. You know, a trainer is not gunshot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. Fighter might be gunshot. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So there's just a lot of angles to the game, man. You know, more and more you look at it, you know, even with MMA and boxing together, they got a lot of the similar they got they got a lot of similar things going on there, you know, so it's somewhere I appreciate both sports, man. But um this this card, man, kinda brings us to this uh topic we got for y'all today, man. Um just some things you brought up with the John Jones and Thiago Santos fight. You know, the fact that um John Jones, you know, he's a highly skilled fighter, you know, he's considered one of the greatest of all time. He was just in there with a guy like Santos who, like we said, skill level might not be on his level, but his youth and his heart and his hunger kind of balanced everything out that night. You know, so it kind of made it a more of an even fight where John really had to dig deep and it almost kind of exposed some holes in John, you know. So when you kind of look at that fight, like I said, it kind of popped in my mind that this fight coming up next week between uh, Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman, the more and more I look at it, it's kind of looking in that same similar situation, man. Because at first, first time I heard the fight was announced, I was kind of leaning towards Keith a little bit because I was like, you know, Keith looks like the he's the fresher guy. And just looking at, um, you know, Manny Pacquiao, his performance against Adrian Broner. But then, you know, there was parts of me looking at training with Manny Pacquiao, I leaned towards Manny again. And then just kind of looking back at this fight, it kind of makes it more of a 50-50 fight. And that's just something I wanted to talk about with you today, P. You know, like Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman, there's just a lot of angles to this, man. Just looking at the youth and the skill, like how is that all going to come into a factor in this fight? And um, going into this Saturday, man, like who are you leaning towards mostly now, man, as far as is it still 50-50 in your eyes or who are you looking at? as the winner I mean when I when I take um emotion out of it and you know what I'm saying and just look at it look at the facts for 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 the for the facts which is hard for a boxing fan sometimes and you know we got our favorites we got different reasons we lean different ways sometimes we don't even realize it but um like you just was speaking on um how you know, the fight game is just, <clears throat> and when I say the fight game, I'm talking about the fight, any combat sports, you know. Um, it's just funny how you can kind of get old overnight. You know what I'm saying? Well, you hear that phrase a lot in the fight game. Well, he got old overnight. And um, like I say, what, what kind of, you know, helped me kind of see that it was in, was in the, the, the Jones Santos fight is because, you know, like we say, John is being touted as the greatest of all time. That That's what his goal is, you know. He's looking at the greatest of all time, not a championship. Mm-hmm. You know, but all these young, hungry guys are just looking to become a champion. So, even even the sights are different, man. you know what I'm saying? So, in, in my eyes, John Jones' psychology is I'm pretty much light years ahead of the competition that's coming up. Yeah, I got to train, I got to fight, but they they got a they got a lot of catching up to do, but after watching Saturday night, and like you know looking at that like you know and that's in not just boxing I mean not just MMA but boxing a lot of fights if you really look at it how you seen guys who who definitely is a better fighter, but they're fighting a young hungry guy, and that kind of balanced out the fight because um. You know, like you say, the youth, the, the athleticism, the heart, the will, the hunger. You know what I mean? You got to factor all that stuff in to a guy who, like we say, might be peaking, might be over the hill, might not just be hungry anymore. You know what I mean? And and I, yeah. and I think that, that that plays into it. But um, with this Manny Pacquiao and Keith, and Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao, you know, he... I know he has haters, but in my eyes, it's hard not to like Manny, you know, for 20 years that he's been boxing or however long. I mean, he's been a face-off smile. He's not done one thing to really make a person, in my opinion, not like him. So it's hard 
to really not like Manny. You know, Keith Thurman on the other side, you know, even though he's not like a bad guy, it's just some of the moves he made in the game kind of left people with with a bad taste. I mean, yeah. even down to even getting this fight, you know what I mean? In a lot of people's eyes, I mean, even in my eyes, I see where people coming from who feel like this is how he even got the fight. You know, his last fight with uh, Lopez, it, it, was a, it was a close, tough fight. It wasn't nothing to really propel you into a Manny fight, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like a Manny fight is a reward for the young fighters. Really? That's yeah. a reward for the younger fighters. You right. know what I mean? It's a possible chance to put that name. You put the name on your resume, whether you win or lose, you still share, share the ring with a, a guy, you know, a Hall of Famer, guaranteed, you know, Hall of Famer. But um, it's definitely, you know, a big deal for the younger fighters. So it, it's kind of a reward for them. So anybody, any of the young fighters would have took the fight, but they gave it to Keith or whatever. So I kind of, you know, I'm just laying down the groundwork for how I came to this decision. Man. But um, Oh, yeah, yeah. But then when you factor in, you know, Manny is over the hill, not peaking, not at the top. He's over the hill. He's not hungry. He may need money, but he's not hungry. You know, and like we talked about earlier, it's a difference between being hungry and needing money, in my opinion, in our opinion. That yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, what's your what's your definitions between those two? I know you were telling me earlier off the mic. What's your definition between I mean, those? I mean, in my opinion, the difference between being hungry and needing money is being hungry has never had money before. It. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Needing money is you had it. And, you know, you may not have used it wisely or whatever the case may be. So, you know, Manny, he's fighting at what? What is he, 41, 42? 40. He only 40? Yeah. Okay, he's 40. Well, I want to say I want to say 41 now because uh, they always just throw that age out that he's 40. But, yeah, he's already pushing a little over 40. Yeah, that's why I thought he was maybe 40, for at least 41 or whatever. But which, which is old to be a fighter, eh? And, um... Manny, I mean, even though he still can do it, we can see he's not the Manny of old. <laughs> and um, it, just looking at even even the energy Keith Thurman is bringing, I mean, it, 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 he, he's very confident. He, he he looks like this fight has is what he's been waiting for, and he's motivated, and he's really, you know, putting in the work. So. Um, I, I would have to say, and I mean, as much as it, it, it would be good to see Manny, you know, pull off the upset, I, I think Keith, this this fight will be a fight that falls into that category where, you know, Manny, Keith Thurman, Keith Thurman don't have the skill set of Manny. I mean, mind you, he's not or experience away from him. Yeah, he's not like he's not a terrible boss or super far from Manny by no means, but. You know, you combine a young guy with all the attributes we just said, the youth, the hunger, the will, determination, everything um, against Manny's just deteriorating. You know, you know, somebody who's starting to fall on the downside, you know, they, they the might downside. catch him on that right time, you know. But uh, it's, it's kind of hard to go against Keith. Yeah. You look at it like that, at, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Pretty much. I, yeah, I, I could definitely see that because. Um, for me, like, the reason I picked Manny at first, you know, I always say, like, oh, Manny Pacquiao, you know, he's been there. He's done that. He has that experience, you know, in just one hand. You know, you know, I always kind of feel that way. Like, he's one of those guys like Floyd, like, he can just dig out the bag and, you know, pull out whatever tricks he can against a, against an average fighter. You know, but Keith, he's not an average fighter. You know, he's a decent, decent boxer. I mean, he hasn't really been tested against another legend like this this is his first big big fight and his first pay-per-view but for me like that that hunger does he have that hunger that he needs to really balance it out and overcome somebody like Pacquiao you know what I mean like I don't know like if he does have that hunger that can kind of balance out his with his skill I feel like yeah he could he could beat Pacquiao but to me him just having that that you know, lack performance against Lopez where he really had to dig deep against a guy like that, it makes me wonder, like, 
what's he going to use against somebody like Manny? What really makes him seem like he's fresh enough to beat Manny, even though Manny is older, you know? Like, That's true. I'm just looking right now. Yeah, Manny, he turns 41 in December, so, yeah, he's 40. But um, because think about it. Manny, like, is, like, one of the guys who come closest to Bernard Hopkins to be able to still fight on this level, really, hasn't he? You know? Yeah. And, 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 and look a certain way. I and mean, look man, a certain way. ripped up. He's still in there moving and bouncing. You know what I mean? So definitely, yeah. So I'm thinking, like, right now, if Pat, if Manny can still bring the skill and the experience he has, he's still going to have to bring, like, a new, fi- a, a new fire, too. You know what I mean? And that's to me, that's going to be kind of tough because I don't think he really had the – rediscover himself in the Adrian Broner fight. I think he just came like he always was. He was he came like he was Manny and in the old Manny was enough to beat Adrian Broner, but I think to beat Keith, he's going to have to kind of find that hunger again. You know, not just the need and the money cuz like I think Keith Thurman he still has some hunger in him like I was telling you earlier. You know, I feel like he's never he's never been a multi-division world champion. You know, he's He's not a ballot first ballot for a Hall of Famer, you know what I mean? So he yeah, still he wants been to all the top of that. Of the mountain yet. Yeah, he definitely haven't been to the top of the mountain yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Manny, he's had all of that, but he's kind of in the need of money right now. You know what I mean? That's why he signed Al Heyman to get more money, because you know, like we said, we don't know how what type of shape top rank left him in, what Bob Rank Bob Aram really did for him, you know, what he did to him. So it's kinda of like he's more in a mind state of money. So I'm feeling like going into this fight with Keith, he's gonna have to find that hunger again to say, you know, I, I wanna I wanna I wanna really, really add something to my legacy and, you know, beat this guy. You know what I mean? Cause like I don't think he just come in there just thinking this is a paycheck like the Adrian Broner fight. Well let me let me ask you this real quick, Ant. Do you think if Manny don't get the knockout, do you think he can get the decision over Keith Thurman? I think I think he can. I think he can, but it's gonna be it's gonna be some hard work. But after going back and looking at that Jeff Horn fight, he's gonna have to go for a knockout because I felt he won the Jeff Horn fight, but that being in Australia, you know, you you, you kind of see who they played the favorite for there with uh, Jeff Horn. It's it's still That's gonna be hard. It's it's gonna be hard, man. Because like like they say. They actually say that Manny is the underdog in this fight, you know. So going in that now to this fight, it's kind of a lot of people's eyes. Like for me now, it's fifty-fifty. But you know, they saying that Keith Thurman, you know, his chances are looking good. So they might try to favor towards him more so, even on the card. So it's going to be tough for Manny to try to win a decision, man. That's that's that that that's that's my opinion. That I mean, we the same Manny. <clears throat> I mean, with the world say been robbed a few times out there already. Mm-hmm. Keith Thurman, we've seen him rob people. You know what I mean? And and some eyes out in the boxing world. So, you know, in my opinion, because you see, we see what I look at it from the business side too, man. I mean, Manny is done. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Keith could take this fight and run into the hills. I don't know what type of guarantees we got on that, but, you know, just looking at it from the business aspect, you know, this 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 would this would definitely be a good business move for Keith Thurman. He's a young, you know, he can mix it up with these guys that's out out here right now and really make it a more interesting fight. You know, Manny Manny could beat some of these guys, I believe, but he can't beat all of them. You know, and it's like, um, how what, what, what's the future in the welterweight division with Manny in the mix? Really, you know what I mean? Because ain't nothing but young lines out there. So that you know, you factor that in with 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 the decision too. And as much as we hate to say that has anything to do with it, because it's about scoring points, but it does. It, yeah, it still do. Like you know, it's a business because they got to look at the longevity in their product, you know what I mean? It's still kind of like that, you know, when you see two fighters in there, the old and the young, and it does go 12 rounds, they might say, well, if we give it to him, there's really no guarantee. If we give it to the older guy, there's really no guarantee that we're going to get 
you know, we're really going to get in a good investment off of it. You know, see if we know Keith gets it, we could, the younger guy will say, oh, we can go with him because, you know, hey, there's still more fights that can be made with him because he's got years on his career, you know? Because think about it, and Think about it, dog. Everybody who is running or created combat sports ain't a combat. So it's just a bunch of people got together with money and said, we love fighting. We can't fight. So let's find people who can fight and make money off them. Mm-hmm. Where it should have been people who, yo, we fight. Let's get together and make something with, you know what I mean? Yeah. So from every aspect you look at it, I mean, Dana White is not a fighter. You know, it ain't a promoter out now that, well, we got a few, Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, we got a few now, Devin Haney. Now we do got a few more, but. But the ground, time, yeah, at the time, the ground level was just yeah, all, was, like they say, old white men who never put yeah. on gloves before, you know. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's just interesting to me that, you know, the people that's running it ain't combatants at all. But the combatants are the key. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're the key to it. So that's just another interesting sport. I mean, I guess it's probably like that with all sports. You know, all these people went and found tall people who could dribble the ball because they couldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they make their own game of it, you know? Because yeah. think about it. Yeah, like even the judges, you know? So every everything down from the promoters and managers to the judges are guys who never really laced up gloves before. Or possibly punks, eh? Yeah. They very well could be chumps, but they love fighting and they got money to put this stuff together, you know what I'm saying, to be entertained. So saying that, I was kind of saying that to say that, so you got to realize there's people on the behind the scenes saying, yo, the, the show must go on. Mm-hmm. If this guy don't want to fight. He pulled out this. Okay, we're gonna find. You know, the game never gonna stop, man, because the people behind the scene they not combats. They mm-hmm. never get injured in fights. They never had to retire. They never had to pull out a fight. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, because so the engine is gonna keep moving. You know, the fighters are just kind of being like pawns in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's, it's it- unfortunate, but that's the way it is. And, and I'm just saying this. This dawned on me. I'm not like saying this like I'm a scientist it's just dawned in, in my little brain and like struck me all me like hey that is crazy that you know a group of people just got together and found people who could fight you know what I'm saying and decided to make money off of them and that was a thousand years ago you know yeah, what I mean yeah cause it hey it, it all came down to entertainment you know cause if you yeah, if you if you wanna go all the way back you know you go back to the Mandingo fights where they slave masters just say hey I bet you my biggest slave could beat yours, you know? So it goes back to that. <laughs> Same principle, dog. Same thing. And think about people it. The day... Couldn't the, fight. They, found people who could fight. Right. And, and think about it. The day that guy is so wear and tear and he, he might be missing an eye or he might be busted up, then they say, hey, then we got to get rid of him, you know? Got to get rid of <laughs> you him. Know? The, show, the show must go on. You know, we got to keep this, the, 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 this excitement going, you know? So we look at Manny right now. If he can't score a knockout, then they're going to try to do everything in their power to try to give it to Keith, you know. So they got to try to look at every angle that we say, if Keith ain't getting dropped every round and Keith is, hey, 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 Keith is, hey, look, if Keith is still surviving, then we got to at least give him a majority decision or a draw or something to keep, you know, this undefeated kid alive. Because right now, we look at it the way Manny's looking. He might not, He might not be able to be somebody we can invest in ain't much longer, you know? And then, especially when, like, we we look deeper at the Manny not being hungry but needing money. <clears throat> now, I don't know how true this is, but they said that him and Amir Khan had something set up in November already. Mm. So, if that's true, even the thought of that being true just... You know, unless you get stopped, Manny's hit Manny's here where, where he where he's at right now. You know, Manny, I wouldn't hang around and turn into like a gatekeeper or just a name to put on you know resumes because eventually that's what's guaranteed to happen, and, and that's another like dynamic and where where I say like you know I think the powers to be know Manny. Maybe got one, two more in them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know that's 
not really good for business. You know what I'm saying? So back to like what we were saying about the decision. I mean, Manny had to be so dominant over Keith Thurman, a guy who can box, got good footwork, who can move, you know, decent de- defense, you know what I mean? I don't see that. I don't mm-hmm. see him being that dumb. And that's Keith get cut and they had to start something crazy, you know what I mean? But as far as him putting on a crazy dominant performance, like you said, he had to drop him in every round and just do something where, yo, we don't have no choice but to give it to Manny. But if it's any thought of it being, you know, close or something, I, I really see, you know, Keith pulling it out. I mean, because, I mean, that last fight or a few fights he had, people could have really felt like, you know, it could have went the other way. You know what I'm saying? And um, right. been, been, been okay with that. But, you know, at that time, Keith was the machine. He was out there. He was being vocal. Like you said, he wanted to unify the day. He was talking the good stuff. So people was kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And think about it like this, too, like, Manny would have to do a performance to guarantee him to win. Almost like, since he's the underdog now, he would have to do it like J. Rock Williams, uh, J. Rock did against um, Jared Hurd. You know what I mean? Because I still feel like that fight went twelve rounds. But if there was any way that they could have, they would have gave the decision to Jared Hurd. I'm just saying, you know, like if you want to think of politics, I think like. If there would have been any couple of rounds in between where J Rock had slipped, then they probably would have tried to make it a draw or they would have gave the fight to Jared Hurd, you know, just because of politics. But he had to make it an open shut fight where he was dominant every round. And I feel like that's kind of where Pacquiao is now. That's where Pacquiao is now as far as like what he needs to do. That's why I say he got to find like that new flame where he got to really go in there and fight hungry, not just come in there and put on a show. Because if he come in there just to, if he just come in there to put on a show, you know, I mean, Keith Thurman going to be coming in there to do both, put on a show and fight, you know? And think, I mean, at this stage, at Manny's age, what, 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 what do you think is the uh, capstone on what he trying to do right now, man? I mean, he in the Hall of Fame already, eh? so it's, it, it has to be because... It's money. It ain't the championships. It ain't the belts. He eight-time world. He eight-time division champ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because nobody he nobody everybody he's going to challenge now. They don't hold nothing to the guys he already beat. You know nothing, what I mean? Nothing. And then when you factor that in, mm-hmm. I just thought about that too. Man, he fought everybody. When you, I mean, this dude. I mean, he fought dudes. I don't forgot he fought. I mean, he fought everybody. Two and three times. So. When people say, oh, people for everybody, Manny is one of those guys who really fought everybody, different generations, you know what I'm saying? Back to the damn Eric Morales, you know, Barrera days, up till now. Mm-hmm. Up till now. So, um, where's a guy like that at psychologically? What, what, what could they do? What could they wave over him to motivate him enough to say, yo, I want to be away from my family? Um, I don't want to do, and I don't think it's nothing they can wave because as an older person, that you just really get to the point where a lot of stuff's not that important no more. Especially you that had it. I'm talking from a person who ain't never had it, and you just get over it after a while. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? So a person who's been there, you know, it ain't nothing they can really dangle. He 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 done the champion walk a thousand times. Mm-hmm. You know, the after party, the the hometown parade, the all of that, the, the late night talk shows, what more can he really do in the game? So it's like at this point, to be fighting at 41, you know, or about to be 41, it's like it, it could only be a few things. I mean, and all right, the difference between Bernard Hopkins is because he was kind of chasing greatness, you know what I'm saying? And he had to, he had to fight to secure to secure his name in the books the way he wanted to secure Yeah, because he, he wasn't no star. In there, yeah. The middleweight, mm-hmm. you know, but he wanted more than that. And he wanted them paydays too. I mean, yeah. it took him longer to get them turned into a star in commandos type of paydays. It's, it's not the same thing for Manny. Manny been at the top. Mm-hmm. The top. You know, even when Bernard was at the top, it wasn't the top like Manny. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you said, like with him, 
you know, he wasn't no star. So he had to keep kind of fighting to get more paydays where you where you already knew, like with Manny, a couple of paydays ago, maybe a couple of years ago or four or five years ago, you've been secured. You know what I mean? Like your, your one payday was probably as big as like five of B-hops. You know what I mean? So I think about it like that, too. Like I kind of liken them together now just because he's doing things, you know, in that age in that age range where B-Hop was. But, like, when B-Hop was doing it, B-Hop was kind of a good test, too, for the guys. You know what I mean? To see where they were. Because if, if you know, B, if B-Hop was still there, y'all retiring. But none of the guys could do it. So he kept going. You know, you knew he was going to keep going. Whereas with Manny, if he was to beat Keith Thurman right now, there's still Bud out there. There's still Spence out there. You know what I mean? And And just to kind of, like, performance he's he's been putting on it kind of makes you say i don't know if he could beat a guy like spencer bud right now but when you saw hopkins just that different type of alien like he calls himself whenever he beat tarver you know he went on to beat other guys like tavoris cloud and you know give chad dawson a good fight you know he lost that fight but he stayed in the light heavyweight division that's still like a force you know what i mean like whereas manny i can't really see him as a force anymore just because we've seen him do these many things against other guys and now you're in this other generation with these other young lines that need to be mixing up and it kind of I don't want to put his size into it but now you're talking about big young stronger guys as you start to kind of like we said earlier you start to kind of fall just into the skill category yeah and diminish and to add another thing about Bernard Hopkins and um, Manny Pacquiao it's like in Bernard Hopkins' old age, he crafted a style that could give like anybody problems. Like he got to be known as like the young person exposer. Manny just doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? That he's always kind of done. You know, B Hop was more technical and tactical with the fights he picked. And the way he fought, you know, he, he he fought people. Like, Manny is not, like, breaking people down psychologically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just he going in there doing what he's always done. You know, smiling. But he's not a, a mean guy. You know, B-Hop was still getting in people's head, making young guys question themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All kinds of stuff that B-Hop was doing. It was like a different ride. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, yeah, I definitely understand that. Yeah, because, like, and that's what kind of puts B-Hop in his own category because because of that style, that type of mental fighter he is, whereas Manny, you know, he's very athletic. And he wasn't always calling the shots for himself throughout the career. his career. It's kind of hard to see him crafting something like that now going into a fight. That's why I say, like, going back to the – you know, finding that hunger, man, it's going to be hard because part of beating somebody like Keith Thurman and beating these young guys is, you know, part of that hunger is actually crafting that style and adapting, you know what I mean? Just like animals do, you know, to, to hunt, you know, is whenever an animal has a change, you know, at, you know, they change the environments, they start to adapt to it so they can hunt or survive, you know? And, and like, I mean, just think about this scenario, man. could you imagine Manny Pacquiao he he's on the referee's blind side and he taking shots so the referee can can you imagine him doing that? No, you can't, man. That's that's B Hop. That's B Hop, you know right? Saying? Right. That's that Philly street boxing wisdom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't even fit Manny. You'd be like, Oh Manny dirty. No, B Hop, you don't say that with B Hop. You know what I mean? You like look at B Hop doing that shit. Look at him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So, that's, you call it craftiness with b <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's another thing, too, that's fascinating, too, right there. Character in boxing kind of judges a fighter, and it takes him a long way. You know what I mean? Like, different types of character in there can already make you say, like, I know what to expect. Like, you see Manny in there, like, they might actually take points from Manny for doing something like that, you know? You remember when he hit, who was it? Oh, 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 Claudie with the two gloves, right? Yeah, with the, two. That was like the worst thing I ever kind of see him do, and they made a big deal. Oh, man, he, he hits him with the double fist, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, it, like you say, character, and, you know, B-Hop, they go down on B-Hop, so nothing he did was really a 
shocker, you know what I'm saying? But Manny, who been smiling, this nice guy, he, he couldn't do nothing like that. Right. Right, because, like, whenever B-Hop would do it, I remember one time Lennox Lewis, he was like, yeah, see, that's that's really good technical old school boxing you can't teach. He's over there. He's over there on this one side where the ref can't see him, and he's banging his hip. He's banging his hip. You know, he's like, you know, he finds that fascinating because he knows that's what this Philly street fighter does, you know. But when you see, like, fast hands and, you know, the guy that's always putting on the in-and-out show, athletic, all of a sudden do this double-fisted Clardy, it was like, oh, you know, that's – that was like one of the worst things we've seen, you know? <laughs> right. So, yeah, man, like I said, like just looking at that stuff like that character and being able to kind of adapt, that's very, very important as far as, you know, you know, being a fighter, man. And I think part of that is, is, is having that hunger, man. And um, right now it's really hard to see Manny with that hunger, you know? Yeah. I mean, any, any, any way you look at it, man, just, I mean, from him being the older man, from him already achieving, I mean, with no other fighter has, I mean, I, I think he only eight time world champion, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Only one. So it's just like, I mean, what, 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 what more could you desire for his family is secure, you know, um, he, 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 he's in the policies. He got something to do after boxing. It got to be about the money, eh? you know what I'm saying? The, the fighting is the quickest grab bag for a guy like Manny right now because he still can command a nice ticket for anybody he get in the ring with, you know what I'm saying? Especially if there's any truth to this, him setting up Amir Khan. So it's like th- that's happening when lose a draw. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not about any contention. This is just a, a fight to just be happening. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a good payday for both guys, you know. So, that I mean, that just let me see where Manny Head is at with, 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 with all this stuff, too, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everything the other welterweights are doing is strategic to get it to the top of the division. Mm-hmm. If it's any truth to this, you know, um, fight with Amir Khan, then Manny ain't worried about the top of the division, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think he is anyway. Right. Whether this fight is true or not, I mean, like I said, what 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 does him at the top of the welterweight division now mean eh, compared to what he's done? Nothing really, because you think about it. Like I said, like you're gonna be amongst guys or guys we already could have said, oh, we we knew you would beat them anyway because they're not as good as the guys you beat the generation before that, the era before that. You know what I mean? So you look at it now, he's probably doing his strategic battle you know i mean he's do, he's doing his strategic uh looking at it in the financial way because look keith thurman he's like out of all these guys between terrence crawford and errol spence keith thurman is the one that's the loudest he kind of sells tickets you know what i mean so after i'm take after i beat the other loudest guy adrian broner i'm gonna take keith thurman next you know what i mean so he's a guy that's gonna bring in a big crowd he's the other guy that's gonna be considered a favorite so i could take him on you know, and then after that, like you said, win or lose, I got another guaranteed fight over here against another guy with a big UK following in Amir Khan. So that's kind of set up because why really would he go beat somebody like Keith Thurman? And then after that, put yourself back in the lines then again with these other guys that ain't really guaranteed big money, you know? I mean, think about the sound of this, Amir Khan and Manny Pacquiao at Wembley Stadium. Oh yeah, it just sounds good. It just sounds yeah. good, eh? you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though it's a fight, this it, it definitely on paper is way past its time. You know, skills don't really match up. It's still interesting and something like that. Just sounds good. I don't know if Manny ever fought at Wembley, but you know, I mean, I know that that would just be a huge fight still today. You oh, know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. It's still almost like in music, like. You know, musicians or artists already passed their prime. It's still like, hey, Michael Jackson was around. He was perform over there with somebody else, you know, Celine Dion or whatever, you know. People that already have a guaranteed fan base to bring in big numbers, you know. It's guaranteed. That's money in the bank. Yeah. But um, but before we do wrap it up, man, because I know we're going to talk about it again next week. Um, What about Keith Thurman, man? Like, how much? How how deep is his hunger, man? Do, do you really feel like he got that hunger right now? And, and now, um, Keith got me on got 
me on a roller coaster. I was with him at first, then then <laughs> I wasn't with him. Then he started winning me back. Now I'm on the fence with him. It's uh, it's it's honestly hard for me to read Keith Thurman with with, with what's in his, inside his head, you know. But if 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 he, I mean, I, whatever win, loser, draw this fight, he's still getting a nice payday. And if he walked away after this, that wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. But um, I do got to question his, uh, I won't say heart, but like what, what, what is he really trying to get out of the game? His legacy in the game, you know what I mean? Um, we seen him change up his tune a few different times. Um, and, you know, he went and got married and, you know, more power to him, absolutely. But I mean, a lot of people say that did something to him. I don't know. You know, what I mean, it's a lot of fighters this married that didn't do nothing to him. I don't see how that would do something to you. Maybe, but, maybe it was know. the flute. Yeah, you know, what I mean, and like I say, I mean, he's a very intellectual type of guy. He play, I see him playing the piano. He plays the flute. He's in all this philosophy stuff. I mean, I gotta wonder. You know, question how much fight is in him. Just because a guy can fight, don't mean that he's a fighter. Yeah, some guys just fight if they have to. You know, they don't. I mean, like if you look, if you talk to most fighters, they say they hate fighting. They just good at. It. Yeah, yeah, they, they just good. They mm-hmm. say, yo, I hate it. Yo, I get nightmare. I got butterflies, but I, you know, just I'm happen to be good at it. You know, it's only a few fighters who. Like to get punched in the face, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And most of them are super exciting fighters, you know. But right, right. You know, for the most part, it's like a lot of people. I mean, they nervous before the fight. It's all kinds of stuff that they be saying that like be shocking me. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, wow. You know, but um, but we'll see, man. Um, like I said, still a lot of questions for for me personally with Keith Thurman. But I'm just saying that on the record. If he did take this fight and walk away. That wouldn't really surprise me because after this fight, it's it's it's, it's hitter time. It's it's nothing but hitters left. Exactly. You know, I mean, you, you fought Sean Porter, so we don't really want to see that again. You know, I mean, you pretty gonna, much gonna be backed into a Earl Spence or a, a Terrence Crawford corner, if you ask me. I mean, what other fights people want? What, what will we? That's accept it. From him? Yeah, what will we accept from him after nothing? A win. I ain't. Manny Pacquiao, you pretty much had two turn-up fights. You mm-hmm. said you wanted to come back, get a couple fights under your belt. You had Lopez, and then you had uh, a former, you know, a legend in the game. So you should, you should be turned up. So, I mean, like I say, I, I don't know if he's going to be willing to do something like that after a, a win over um, Manny at. You know, I would love to see some of that stuff, but not not if his heart not in it. Not if it's not a hundred percent Keith Thurman. I don't want to see. It. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, I agree, man. Like for me, yeah, like I'll say this before we wrap it up too is like his hunger, man. Like, like I told you, when I first seen him hit the scene. I was like, this dude gonna be the next big thing. You know, he talking under undisputed. He talking about fighting everybody. Then all of a sudden, you know. He does, you know, he makes a statement by beating Sean Porter and Danny Garcia, but then the two-year layoff, and it just kind of seemed like all of that kind of went out the door for a while, and it just kind of seemed like, like everybody says, you know, his energy changes when you bring up the name Errol Spence for some reason, you know. And um, he keeps saying that the fight will happen in 2020, but for me, that's still plenty of time for you to say uh, I might not feel like boxing anymore, you know. That might make me say, oh, this might be uh, – let me take this Manny fight just in case anything happened. I'm secured, you know, like if I don't feel like fighting no more, I still got a, a big payday to ride out with, you know. Right. That's. And then, Ed, I mean, think, too, I mean, in his mind, he might think that he injury prone. He might know that, you know what I mean? It's a lot of things that could be going on. Yeah, because. Um, behind the scene and say, yo, I need to get paid and get up out of here. Yeah, because if you look like one of his recent interviews, he was saying, like, the hardest he's been hit was by Danny Garcia and it was on that elbow that he had to have surgery on. So, you know, like yeah, he, he is he is counting the injuries now. You know, he is looking at that as a factor too because he said when he got hit on those elbows by Danny Garcia, that's what did the damage, you know. So, you know, he is a guy that might wanna 
take a look at how, you know, how durable he is now, you know, as a fighter, you know, can he take hits as a, like he used to. So I think when you look at that, when he looks at those, those injuries, he's looking at being married now. And like you said, like the guy's got a, you know, the guy, you know, he's got a personality, you know, he knows boxing. So he could always be a commentator off top. So there could be the many, many openings for him. So he's just seeing that now he's seeing that landscape. Like, Oh, I ain't got to take a punch, punch in the face, you know, to get a big check, you know, so he can look at all that. Right. And like I said, we see he, he's a guy too, with, with many different interests, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's all right. All the stuff that we're seeing, we don't know where boxing ranks with some of this stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, we don't know if boxing is more than the music or the music could be more than the box. You know, we, we don't know. The boxing could have just been the first thing that took off. Hey, you know you, what I mean? And we so, never know. He could be making flute instrumental albums on the low. So you know what I mean? So, I mean, it surprise me. <laughs> you know, yeah. It surprise me. I mean, because, I mean, he's the artistic type of person, it seems like. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't surprise me. Is it going to be good? Who knows? But it wouldn't surprise It wouldn't be the first time a boxer stepped into the music realm. You know, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So, I just, you know, going into this fight, I just kind of want the be- best choice to be made. You know what I mean? Like, and it's really hard to say what that is. You know, it's really hard to say. Like, if Manny wins, will Manny be able to, you know, secure another welterweight supremacy? Or if Keith wins, will he go on to do it? You know what I mean? Like, because both guys right now, they really both looking at money with this fight. You know, every time Keith Thurman talk, he's like, I'm the A-side. I do big numbers, numbers this, numbers that, tickets this. So this is my first pay-per-view, you know, and all of this. This is kind of what he's talking about. He's not really talking about once I beat Manny, it's on the Errol and Terrence, you know. Right. He never right. mentions any other names outside of this fight. So it's kind of. Little signs like that, eh? Yeah, little right. signs like that, yeah. Little signs like that. He's not like, all right, I'm versus Manny, and then it's this. Everybody else, everybody else, jumping two and three fights ahead, and that's the new trend in boxing now. Mm-hmm. Signing contracts, for, you know what I mean? It's the new trend. Eh? I don't know when that popped up, but it's the new trend. But you don't hear him talking that talk. Yeah, yeah, you don't hear him on that. No, he like let me taking this one fight at a time. So I'm like, okay, well, for us, I think it's just safe for us to kind of think of th- think of this fight as just like the Errol Spence and Mikey Garcia fight, where it's just kind of an entertainment fight. I think it's more safe for us like that. After it happens, we ain't accepting nothing less than a Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford fight for me, or or you know Errol Spence Sean Porter winner because you know they they fight so. Yeah, I agree, man, and I agree too. And I mean, looking at everything in this, in, in this totality. Um, I say it's a fifty-fifty. It balances out to pretty much a fifty-fifty fight, but it's it's all gonna come down to fight night and who who who, who, who wants it more, who brings it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Skill-wise, on paper, yeah, it's fifty-fifty. You know, you factor in everything, but <clears throat> come fight night, I mean, Manny, both of them have the skills to beat each other. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of who going, you know, make it happen that night. But that's all I got at. All right. Well, yeah, man. Well, like I said, we'll probably jump on some more talk about it next week, you know, with some other things. But uh, nothing else you had to say in final thoughts, P. Uh, before we close this one out, you can give everybody uh, social media where they can follow you, P. Yeah, man. Um, that's that, that's pretty much it. Man. But, you know, y'all can catch me at Loud Pack <laughs> Boxing on IG. Catch me at P.Bonhill on um, Instagram. And, um, yeah, and we just, you know, we still at it, man. You know, people, <laughs> they probably, you know, been thought we was going to stop or whatever. But, yeah, we still at it, man. So, um, just keep listening if you're listening. And if you're listening, tell a friend, subscribe, all the, all that new internet terminology people be using. <laughs> yeah. All of that. Yeah. All of that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's it for me, eh? All right. Well, uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram at ComboBreaker99 at All Boxing Everything. And you can follow us both on The Jab Effect on Instagram. You can follow us on The Jab Effect on Twitter and on Facebook. You know, shout out to the Facebook followers. You know, it's been growing. Man, it's like almost 
going on to four thousand pretty soon, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. so um, just slowly, yeah. yeah, and just uh, you know, just so y'all know, as long as that keep growing, we gonna keep growing. You know, we gonna keep making some big things, big changes coming. So um, make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just type in the Jab Podcast because we the only ones come up. We the only ones our own name, man. But yeah, man, before we bounce, I'm Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Boxing P. Can we out, y'all? Peace.